Welcome to Verbal Diary, the podcast, with your hosts, Cy Joplin and James Norton. Strap yourself in for the rants and bants. Have you been having some trouble with your internet today? Internets, microphones, headphones, speakers, computers. Right, I am going to make it my mission to sort out your internet problems. Sort me out, son. I'm going to sort you out, son. And I think, I think, what you should do is go to a mesh network with a wired backhaul. Okay, these sound like very impressive words. Because you've got thick walls in your house, haven't you? Got thick, all sorts of things, but yeah, walls as well. You you struggle with good Wi-Fi, yeah? Yep. Fine. So, I think you should try something like... I'm going to send you a link. Ooh. I'm going to send you a link Sorry. to... I, I don't know if this is the best system. I haven't done the research for you. Um, but I'm just putting a link in. I don't know if you've got enough internet to receive this link, but try. I'm plugged into the internet right now. This is how bad it's gone. So, um... Received. Received. So, this isn't going to be a cheap solution, but it could well be a good solution. Okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. So, it works. the idea with a mesh network, I don't know if you, did you know what a mesh network is? You've explained it in the past, but I do need to probably look at some diagrams, some pretty pictures to make it. Well, make I, don't, I don't have any pictures, but I'll, I'll have another go at explaining it for you. Basically, the, you have multiple Wi-Fi access points that all form one network, and mm-hmm. the access points themselves talk to each other ideally over a separate channel to the ones that your computers, phones, etc. connect to your Wi-Fi access points. So that it doesn't matter which point you're connected to, you should get high-speed internet. Um, And it's all one network, so as you move around your house, you should switch between the access points seamlessly. That's the clever bit. Should. The optimal word. Well, I've got a mesh network at home, and it works perfectly. I've never had any problems. How many? So, looking at this set, mm. there is a pack of two discs. How many do you have around your? Well, I don't house? have this particular system, but this is, I I have a two pack. I have two. Okay. Uh, but I don't have thick walls and things. I I have a de- one dead zone in my house, and I'm using the mesh system to cure the dead zone. And I bought mine. Okay. It was an open box Amazon warehouse. But basically, it was brand new, and it was a system that was significantly more expensive than the one I've sent to you. But but I got it for next to nothing. Um, so if you, so, you know, you might have to do a bit of hunting around for something like that. But the the uh, thing that might help you the most is to have a wired backhaul. So basically, you've got the the multiple access points of transmitting or broadcasting, I should say, a Wi-Fi network which your phones and tablets and laptops and whatever connect to. But they also have they also have a separate little network that allows the multiple access points to talk to each other. And that's called the backhaul. So so you've got one access point which is connected to your router to to get internet. The the other one, the uh, the second access point, isn't connected to your router, so it has to be able to talk to the primary access point to get access to the actual internet. And it does that via the backhaul channel. Like an extender almost. It's not an extender. It's much better than an extender. Because the backhaul yeah, signals yeah. tend to be much faster. But you can also get okay. some where that backhaul is done over a wired connection. So 
if you're on one of your remote access points, you connect to that, you are, you, that connects over a wire directly to your router. So basically you created a proper wired backhaul system that allows, it should make it much faster. And you may need to have a look up some power line ethernet. Don't know if you've ever looked at that. Okay. Um, to create. Tried them. Yeah. Tried them. Don't work in our house either. They don't work in your house either. Mm. Nope. Mm. We've got different electric circuits, I think, in the uh, property, so they don't go all the way that around. could be an issue. Well, yeah, and bear in mind this property is hundreds of years old, so the wiring is probably quite old out of date as well. Okay, well, it, it's still worth trying one of these systems. That, the one I've sent you, which is the um, BT Whole Home Wi-Fi pack of two discs, um, yep. it is... Um, a, a pretty good system. It's got quite good ratings. I don't know if it has a dedicated backhaul channel, but that's that's going to be the critical thing for you. Um, and yeah, you actually set this up in such a way that hopefully, hopefully, this can prove to be a good thing for you. Um, and what you want is you ideally want a system that includes beamforming. As well, so okay. beamforming is where the um, the Wi-Fi antennas can detect where the device is. So if you're connected with your phone, it can actually tell in which direction your phone is coming from, and it increases the signal strength in that specific direction. Um, so you you ideally want beamforming. But um, okay. what we'll do, what we'll do, is uh, I'm going to come and visit you. You're going to feed me a, a pie and mash in a typical northern way. Some local dish. And, yes. um, <laughs> and then uh, I'll, I'll, bring my, uh, I'll bring a mesh system for you to try nice. out. Sounds amazing. So you can try that one. The one that I've got, I use... Let's see if we've got little deals are on it. I use... I'm very, very happy with it. Um, although it does occasionally need rebooting. Um, but overall, I'm very, very happy with it. I use the Netgear Orbi okay. system. Yep. I'm just going to say, actually, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's up for £150, this system. Just sending you a link now. Um, I got it for about 80 quid. Okay. Because, like I say, it was a, an open box deal. Um, and I've been very happy with it. Now, interestingly, the Orbi system, the individual units are not quite as fast as the BT one that I've sent okay. you. But the backhaul is very good. Right. It's got a proper dedicated backhaul. I've heard of it. And for my hat needs, it's perfect. It was, but I've heard of him. So it might be that you need three units as well in order to get good coverage in your house. It might be that you say, well, two units and I'll get what I can out of that and that's enough because maybe you don't care so much about the bedroom. Bedroom's less important. It's more the downstairs rooms, um, living room and dining area. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to find that the bedroom is the most important room in the house for me. But uh, No comment. <laughs> It's where I sleep. Where you need your internet most fastest. That's where I need my internet to be at its absolute <laughs> peak. Excellent. But can I just say as well, it's an absolute pleasure to be able to record a podcast with you where I can actually see you clearly, hear you properly, and there's no internet problems because you are um, sitting there wired into I'm your wired internet in connection. And I've got a proper signal for once. I think that's fantastic thank you so anyway other than the stress of your internet connection how are you uh this week okay i'm okay um what's been going on ah we've booked a holiday 
That is the biggest news. I, we are heading off to LA next month as well. LA? LA? Not just a little holiday, a big holiday. Wow. Yeah, we, we had very simple requirements. Sunshine. Um, sunshine and relaxation. So, you know, we didn't really want to go to Europe, being the current situation at the moment. Um, so you've chosen to go to America, where re- the, the idea of relaxation is perhaps shooting a few random tourists. Wait, that isn't for you. This, that sounds ideal. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, we just wanted to get away with the kids, um, have a nice big holiday to remember. A couple of weeks, really. Uh, make the most of the journey. Looking at America, though, the f- flights weren't too bad, comparable to Europe. So we just thought, well, might as well. You know, the extra time on the plane, give them an iPad that's fully loaded. What's the difference? So, um, yeah, looking forward, looking forward to that. So what are you going to do in LA? We are going to do this, the tourist thing, Disneyland, or Disney World, I think it is out there. Uh, Universal, sightseeing, you know, the studios. Just lap it all up, really. Um, we've booked a nice Airbnb, a nice big one, plenty of rooms. Um, yeah, just look, need a time out, bit of sunshine, enjoy. So sounds amazing. Cannot wait. So yeah, we'll we'll have a few weeks out in April. Uh, we'll probably have to arrange our recordings accordingly. So we're going to have to have a change of schedule. Probably yes. We'll we'll work something well, out. So, not that we're keeping to our schedule at the moment. Hey, we're doing okay. We just we, could, we can just about get this in. <laughs> <laughs> how about you, sir? How are you doing? I am okay. It's just you know ticking over as one does. Nothing, nothing particularly exciting. Um, yeah, just just yeah. I don't really have anything to report. It's been a particularly unexciting week. Oh, mate. We need to make something happen in your life, don't we? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> what have you been watching lately? Have you seen anything on TV or movies? No. Oh, dear. I've seen nothing. 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 I watched... So, last week, uh, I sat down with my, my, uh, my little one, yep. who's seven years old, and we watched Flight of the Navigator. Oh, wow. Nice, great film. I love Flight of the Navigator. Such a good movie. Not sure she was that into it, but um, I love it. That's great. So I, I was, I was very happy. Um, like I said, I'm not quite sure how happy she was, but hey ho. Hey, she's she's learning though of what we grew up on. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> we were watching the new Ricky Gervais thing on Netflix last week. That was quite good. Afterlife. Um, mm. Not massive fan of him normally. But I heard yeah, I was just good about to say the same about the show. So uh, we gave it a go, and yeah, it was very, very good. He plays that character very well, and the, the humor is very dark, but there's a lot of hidden meaning behind the story as well. But yeah, it was good. Um, what's the other thing we started watching? Curfew on Sky, Sky One, I think it is. That's like a really sort of mm-hmm. um, dystopian near future car race sort of thing. It's just a lot of. 80s and 90s references all bundled together. It's quite clever, actually. We are enjoying that. Very good. So, yeah. Good. Shall we move on to uh, the next part of the show, then? I I, I don't think we have a lot of news, so... It's pretty quiet. Why why not? Why not? Let's move on to the article of the week. Cue jingle. Verbal diary with Cy and James. 
So um, my turn this week, and I've I've decided not to cheat entirely. Excellent. I've been cheating the last few weeks on this, but um, I, I think I've already sent you the link. Have you got Have you got it, or do you need me to I send it here, you again? Yes. Right, brilliant. So the article itself is not one that I'm particularly um, going to discuss in detail because it, it's more I'm more interested in sort of the principles behind it all. But basically, um, it, it's a press release from the European Commission. So mm-hmm. bear with me. Bear with me. Try I'm and stay bearing. awake. Um, get political <laughs> so, here. So it's not political. Good. <laughs> but it could be. Okay. The, the article's about um, the EU fining Google $1.4 billion. Not dollars, euros. 1.4 billion, 1.49 billion euros for abusive practices in online advertising. And, and really what I wanted to um, bring up around this is not the fine. I, I don't know anything about the, the law that goes behind antitrust in Europe or America. I've got no idea. I'm, I don't want to get into that particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the thing I'm interested in, and, and, and part of it is also that there's, there's been a fallout that apparently Google are going to have to do a, a, a special European version of Android with a browser selection screen. Does that remind you of anyone? Oh, interesting. Thinking face. Yes. Yes. So we'll come back on to that. Um, is 1.49 billion euros a meaningful fine? Oh, to the likes of Google, probably not. <laughs> Considering how much they make in these in these channels, this is their main channel, right? The adverts. Yeah. Um, will it make a difference? Probably not. Um, will it shine a light on it momentarily? But they'll get around it. It's just typical advertising worlds, right? They don't, they don't ever seem to learn. And tech giants definitely don't give a shit if they can make more money out of it. What do you think happened to Google's shares after this was all announced? A minor blip. <laughs> Person, I've not checked. Have you got any insights? They went up. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> So I think the one thing that highlights, I mean, I, something I've sort of been aware of, is actually the, the uncertainty of the investigation that was going on in the EU probably caused the shares to, to stay a bit flatter than they would have otherwise. And it being over, regardless of the result, allows for a little bit more certainty, and the market really loves certainty. Mm. Um, it's interesting. I, I, the bit that I wanted to raise was the size of the fine, and then what, what are the realistic routes that a, uh, a government or, or any other or any legal body has to um, sort of curtail the practices of, of, of a large company. Um, so I think this fine is meaningless. Well, who. I've just Googled Google share price and the Wikipedia page suggests that and their revenue at the moment is 136 billion US dollars. That's for last year. Yeah. Mm. So it's not even a percent. It's about a percent. Just under one percent. Yeah, just over one percent. Maybe maybe one and a half percent, something like that. But it, it's it's not. I don't think this is a particularly meaningful. Um, fine, fine, and um, yeah. So I, I'm not really sure why they why they bothered with this fine. I think it, it needed to be probably ten times bigger, or not bother at all. Um, but. Do these big and and, and I, there is another piece to all of this, which is uh, I, I don't know if you um, heard about what Elizabeth Warren was saying in the U.S. over the last couple of weeks. No. So she is a um, 
a Democrat candidate for the presidential race for 2020. Okay. Um, and she has come out and said that the tech giants, so uh, uh, Facebook, Amazon, Google, and apparently Apple as well, she would like to split them up, break them up. Oh. Because they're too powerful. Um, and I think it's all in the same vein of how do we regulate, how should we deal with these uber-powerful entities that exist today, which are not entirely benevolent. Mm. It's a very good point. I was reading um, Wide magazine uh, a few weeks ago, and there's a piece in there about the Chinese um, conglomerate, I think it, it, the word is. I'm for the name of them, though. I'm going to have to do some research. Probably. Alibaba? Well, it's the people that own Alibaba or have a large stakehold in it. So, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the name, but it was an interview with the. Uh, it's a very interesting. Alibaba's a public company, isn't it? So it's one of the main stakeholders, if not Jack Ma. I mean, Jack Ma is the owner of, or was the was the um, founder of Alibaba. No, it's not that. Maybe it's not Alibaba at all. Organization is Alibaba. Group. Anyway, your your point being, they're, they're, yeah, they're, there's um, an organization that's trying to take over. They've got um, they've bought out the um, the microprocessor chip, you, you, the UK company last year, which came as a bit of a shock as well. Um, Arm Technologies is it? Oh. Really? Arm Technology. Yeah, I'm, I'm babbling a little bit here. I thought it was a Japanese company. Japanese, Softbank. sorry. Softbank. Softbank, that's it. Yes, yeah, Softbank. So Softbank had just slowly taken over most big corps across the world. Um, and it is, again, worrying what they're aiming for because they just want to have a piece of the pie across the entire world of tech. And then when you're thinking about Google and Amazon and Apple owning us, actually, they're probably not as bad as people like these, you know, Softbank. Um, what we can do about it, I don't know. But they need to put some legislation in place to maybe put a cap on how big you can be. Um, why? Why? Because no one should have that much control and power over the, the world. You know, it's, it's risky. I don't trust these sort of people, though. That's the problem. If they were doing it for the greater good, amazing. No one ever does this stuff for the greater good, do they? They do it for self-indulgence, egotistical, sort of maniac, you know. Well, they're doing it to make money. Yeah, for their own benefit. But should should we punish companies for being super successful? No, but they should they should not have the free reign to almost do what they want. I think if if you're good at something, be good at it. Absolutely fine. Tim Cook, Apple knows what he's good at. Good at what is Apple's vision though? Going forward, you know, Tim took, took, took sorry, Tim Apple took it off. <laughs> Steve Jobs, obviously, and Jobs was a bit of a nut job. There's no denying that, right? Um, where he wanted to be, where he's taking Apple, questionable. What's Tim doing about it? Do we know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm. Are you lost? I'm not sure what you're referring well, I'm just, to. I'm, what is his vision? You know, Google had that awful vision of you know, don't be evil, which was. Absolute bollocks. It was well, that wasn't their vision. That was their, their mantra. Sort of like sorry, ethos. Yeah, their mantra. Their vision was organize the world's information. Okay, and I I think that's a really a really good a really laudable aim. Um, 
The thing is, so so can can we measure the positive and the negative that these companies uh, ha have brought to us as a society? And I think that's a real challenge. Um, I, th I think you've got some companies. I would argue Facebook is one of them that I think are just kind of I, I don't want to use the word evil, but I, I can't think of a better word right now. Um, and then I think you've got other companies, and I, I think I, I think on, they're not on ends of a spectrum, but I think Apple and Google and companies like Microsoft, for instance, are not the same as Facebook. Uh, Amazon, I'm not, I'm not, I'm less certain about. But um, you know, I, I, I think the problem with with what Elizabeth Warren wants to do in America is that she, she, she will cause more problems than she's going to solve with her plan. Because can these companies actually be broken up in a meaningful way? With Facebook, again, I actually think she, Facebook can. So. You could take away WhatsApp, you could take away Instagram, and I think that's probably enough. Um, there's maybe some other bits of Facebook you could spin out, but if you made them separate companies again, I think that would be good. And I think it's questionable looking back as to whether um, both of those uh, acquisitions should have been allowed. But the, how would you split Apple up in a meaningful way that actually still allows uh, uh, functional businesses, but goes from one Uber? huge biggest company in the world again uh as we sit here to um at least by market cap um to something smaller multiple smaller businesses i, I don't really know how you do that um mm. and these sorts of regulations and fines i think i think it's right that google should get some level of um checks and balances on what it's doing i'm not sure that a 1.49 billion euro fine is going to make much of a difference but um but you know, I do believe we should, we need to make sure these companies aren't operating in an anti-competitive way. Uh, but but yeah, it, it, I, my my point here is it's not straightforward. It's it's quite the opposite of straightforward. Um, would you know? Would would the world be better off without what Google offers today? Or would we actually be quite a bit worse off? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Google. Google's organisation, they, they, they created Alphabet, didn't they, to sort of mm. start doing this and making it, make it into naturally organised setup. Um, whether it worked that well, I don't know. And they, they, I mean, for example, they, they had the Boston Robotics, didn't they, um, at one point, and then they sold that off last year, I think it was, eventually. Um, right. So that was a strand of Google that kind of became a self-contained organisation. They gave it that independence, essentially, and then eventually it was sold off. Um, with Apple doing it, I'm thinking about it. I mean, potentially, their, their biggest market cap is in mobile devices, right? That's probably... Apple? Yeah. Well, they're, they're, well they're, their biggest revenue stream is about 60-something percent of their business. Will be mobile. So that could be a self-contained part of their organization with software could, as could another, it be, though? and then actually, could it be though what 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 about ios what about the app store well that's what i mean those, if you can tr do those go with it well the, that, that i think the software element would be a different organization but it's obviously close but the but the but the strength of the business the business is founded on the integration between hardware and software so if you take if you take that away you're fundamentally changing the product which that's not what you're that's not what you want to do if you're trying to control a business or break it up or, yeah. or any of those sorts of things. You're not, you're not looking to change the product. You're just looking to change the, uh, to separate, to have multiple different businesses that can compete against each other mm. or open up competition for others. 
I think Apple's the hardest to split up. Because it's also integrated. Got, it's also integrated. Mm. So if you say, okay, we'll take the iPhone. Okay, well, you've got to have iOS go with it. Otherwise, you're fundamentally changing the nature of the product. Which means you've got to have the App Store. Which means you've got to have the iPad. Yep. Which means you've got to have the Apple TV. Which means you've got to have the Apple Watch. Um, maybe the Mac is a separate business line. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how that how that looks. All of the services elements of Apple. I, I don't. Again, I don't know if they're viable separate businesses. Mm. Um, it, it, it's there's so many different ways of looking at this. It, but I'm not sure any of them work for Apple. I'm not sure they work that well for Google either. Facebook different, and Amazon. Maybe you could split AWS off from the core Amazon retail yeah. for Amazon Web Services, um, uh, which is their cloud computing uh, platform. Maybe. But um, I, don't, I don't think splitting them up is very easy. No, not at all. There's no, I don't think it's a logical way of doing it, which is why it's not happened. Um, so good luck to this, um, whatever her face was. It's mentioned Elizabeth. Elizabeth Warren, yeah. yeah. So uh, overall, my, my, my comment here is, yeah, we probably should have fined Google 10 times what they were fined. Well, if you want to make a meaningful impact, yes. Um, going back to the point of and why they did it. If, then yeah, there's there's opportunities to make that a lot more straightforward, I think. But they just won't do it. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about the why because I, I I don't know enough about it. But certainly in terms of how much, I think they should have fined them ten times as much. And um, if you're listening, whoever decides this stuff in the EU, I'm happy to take a small cut for my contribution here. I'll take a tenth of a percent of the fine. Yeah, as my my cut. It's, it's, it's a fair 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 bill. So straight faced, brilliant. Um, so basically, I'd be really interested to know what our listeners think. Do you, do you think that a fine of this level has any impact on a business of the size of Google's? And let's not make it about Google versus anyone else. Let's instead make it about how can we appropriately apply the legal, uh, the law, antitrust law in this case, to a company and and give them a punishment that's meaningful. That, that's so. Let's not make it one company versus another. Mm-hmm. So if, if you if you uh, if you if you've got any ideas on this, please tweet at us at Sci at Nautils, um using the hashtag Big Finds. Oh wow, that's a nice short hashtag. Much I'm changing my you. ways. I'm changing my ways. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. Good stuff. Right, good topic actually. Um, I think we could go on and on about that. And which I'm trying to keep this to our twenty minutes. And whether we will, I don't know. We won't. No, but let's try. Let's move on to the next segment. I think we're already 20 minutes in. And now we can move on to, to your picture of the week. Oh, I tried to sing it a little bit. I've not really got the best voice, but I've got the best mic for it today. Sorry, I'll cut it out. Verbal Diary with Sign James. I'm going to send you my picture of the week. Um, it's flying through the airwaves down to my slow router and it should be arriving in your messaging app of choice oh it's a oh it's an Instagram pic it's an Instagram pic which, again which I have to say is very relevant talking about Facebook and I know. Instagram yeah let's get rid of that ah, very interesting I like this picture this, this is a, a brilliant picture with quite an even better backstory as well um, so last week yeah last week so because I'm on my two week 
last week, um, I made a bit of a faux pas uh, en route home. Got the wrong train home uh, from London Euston. Running for it, last minute, obviously. Um, the train manager said, quick, get on. And I did. Um, they did ticket checks. And I just sat in the seat comfortably. I gave it about 45 minutes and started to realise, hang on a minute, the train probably should have stopped by now. Looked out the window. I'd gone past my normal stop. I was flying through the next town north from me. Panic. Went and found the train manager. Said, where, where are we going? I'm not on the right train. He said, oh, well, next stop will be Warrington. So, okay, that's definitely not the Midlands. That's more north than I'm used to, let alone you. Um, and I- <laughs> so, how, so give us some context. How far north is Warrington compared to where you would normally look to be uh, getting off the train? So Warrington, I think, is an extra 100 miles from where I go to. Um, 100 miles? Yes. And how long did it take to get to Warrington? Uh, actually, scarily fast. So leaving Euston, got to Warrington within about an hour and 40 minutes, I think it was. So it was pretty impressive speed, obviously. Um, now these guys, this is up near Liverpool. Um, yeah, it's the way she said, the train manager said to me, she goes, oh, we don't stop in the Midlands. <laughs> like, blimey, where are you going? So yeah, I went all the way up to Warrington by mistake. Um, and unfortunately, the, the journey back, I had to wait over an hour and a half as well. It was about an hour normal, oh. but then there were delays as well. So I didn't get home to nearly no. 10 o'clock. But anyway, going back to the photo, while I was waiting around at the station, I just noticed a train flying, well, not flying through, coming through slowly. And on the top, on the back of it, they had railway tracks on top of the railway. <laughs> I thought, what a wonderful image. I must take a photograph quick. Um, and so meta. I know. See, but I, I, I mean, I make a comment in my Instagram. It feels very Wallace and Gromit. It's like when Gromit's on top of the train, stuck in, tra- putting his tracks down while he's going around the house. I just wanted to imagine that like, there was a crane at the front of the train, taking a track and continuing to build it as it goes along. Um, I don't think it was, but the idea is delightful. Um, and I'm quite proud of the parallel lines I've got in this composure as well. It's particularly straight across all, yeah, a whole vertical. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that one? I really like this picture. I like the story because I just think I'm just, yeah, I, feel, I felt bad for you at the time, but it is quite hilarious. It is really. Um, I laugh, otherwise, I'd cry. <laughs> quite. So I like the story. I, I I do enjoy the um the picture. I do I hadn't actually noticed the points you're making about the composition, but uh well played, sir. Thank you. Well played. Um I really I I think it's a great little picture. I think it's it's exactly what the sort of picture I envisaged when we came up with this format with with the picture of the week. It's something with a story and something of interest. And it is I, I'd never really thought I wonder if they ship new train tracks using trains mm. of course they've got to get them from wherever they've produced uh, wherever they're made mm. to wherever they're needed and so <laughs> it's, it's lovely to be honest, I really, really enjoyed that I didn't that. expect it to be you know actually assembled like that I thought that the pillars would be going separately to the actual steel tracks so it wouldn't be pre-built almost it's, it's, it's literally like flat pack railway um, so that's, that's why I was surprised you know, it looks great though, and when you see it stacked up on top of the train, so delightful. And something a little bit of Lego fantastic. about it. 
I really, really like that. Lovely, good, good picture, that. Good. Glad you appreciate that one. So we'll, we'll get yeah. that on the uh, show notes to, for anyone else that wants to have a look. Um, wow, I, think, I think that's absolutely lovely. Yeah, I think the backstory just makes it even better. <laughs> my my well, misfortune. I, felt, I really felt for you. You were, you were messaging me as you were... Um, uh, you, you know, stuck shooting past your station, and and uh, yeah, I felt for you. I had to laugh as well. Of course, you I did. felt for you, as, as all good friends would. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, I got to Warrington. I was like, I need something to eat. I'm going to be waiting around. So I walked into town, which was yeah, about five minutes, ten minutes. Nothing was open. There was nothing. Even Burger King doors were locked. So I'm gonna have to go to McDonald's. No Burger King. I know. So I went to McDonald's against my my absolute. Oh, I hate McDonald's, but I needed some to eat. I had the worst French fries of my life. Um, but yeah, wow, adds to the experience, that's, right? That's bad. You've got bad bad chips. Terrible chips. They're so salty. Was there horrible? Was there gravy? They should have. They should have offered gravy. I was up north. Um, no gravy. I've got friends in Warrington as well, so I messaged them when I got there. <laughs> It's like, I'm in your town. I'm probably going home the next half an hour. If you're in the area, join. And, and were they? No. Good picture. Thank you for that. Glad you appreciate Um Good. So, um, should we wrap it up? Should we, well, are we go, have we got a name for this one yet? Ooh. 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 We could just um, call it Ooh. 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 <laughs> Um, Sounds like a choo choo train. What about. <laughs> what, what about. Uh, heavy metal? Um, heavy metal, fine. Like it. I, I saw that hashtag in my image. It makes perfect sense now. Heavy metal. <laughs> Let's do it. Heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, that sound, that'll do, I think. So. That'll do. That'll do, son. See, I've, got, I've been up north too much. I'm really sponging it up. <laughs> <laughs> Should we. Should we wrap it up? Do you want to do the socials? I'll do the socials. Good stuff. So if you want to follow us or get in contact, you can tweet us at Cy, at Nautils, or at Verbal Diary Show. We are on that Facebook. Uh, we're no longer on Google Plus because that dies this week. Um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and YouTube. And I think that is all the socials. Good job. Thank Good you. Good job. So we uh, are we done? I think we're done. We're done.